there was something different about this song. It started sort of quiet, then got really loud, but then it dropped back down to quiet, then got really loud again. Until this point, my limited experience with pop music as a youngster was that songs that basically kept to the same volume range, whether they were on the rock stations on the radio or the punk rock cassette tapes in my Walkman. Then came Nirvana and Smells Like Teen Spirit. It starts out with a relatively clean and normal guitar tone. Then the drums come in and pour gasoline everywhere, propelling the song forward. And then, legend has it, frontman and guitarist Kurt Cobain stepped on a Boss DS1 distortion guitar pedal and lit the music world on fire. My name is Wright Sinieris, and this is Effect Pedal. This is a podcast and art project dedicated to guitar effect pedals. Crusty stomp boxes that adorn the floor in front of millions of guitar players, whether in a bedroom full of big dreams or on a stage in front of big crowds. In the universe, there are countless numbers of these pedals, creating an infinite number of sounds. I'm going to focus on some historically important ones for this project. For the uninitiated, an effect pedal is usually a small box, usually made of metal, with electronic circuitry that modifies the signal coming from a musical instrument. In our case, the electric guitar. They're made to be activated with a switch that you can step on, and often come with a few knobs you can use to further refine the effect. But beyond all that, effect pedals open up worlds of possibilities for guitar players. Tom Petty once described Kurt Cobain in this way. And then Kurt came in like, you know, like a phoenix, you know? Like, he cut them down like wheat before the sickle. Whoosh! You know? You are done. Cutting down a wheat field, a pretty boy glam rock. For me, their guitar tone was like a controlled burn from which new growth could come. That fire was once Bob Dylan going electric. That fire was once Jimi Hendrix actually lighting his guitar on fire. That fire was once Gene Simmons on stage, breathing fire. And that fire was once the Sex Pistols and the Stooges and the Ramones. Fittingly, the Boss DS1 is bright orange, with black and silver knobs controlling tone, level, and distortion, and a black rubber foot switch. Born in 1978, the DS1 was the first distortion pedal from Boss. Aesthetically, it's virtually unchanged since 1978, and its form factor set the tone for the majority of the various different boss pedals available since then, in a literal rainbow of colors. It's iconic, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to make an art print from it. The DS1 gave rise to the DS2 Turbo Distortion in 1987, and the DS1X in 2013, and more extreme versions like the HM2 Heavy Metal and the MT1 Metal Zone. The DS1 itself has gone through a couple of iterations, in any case, the DS1 is still the choice for so many. The list of users is quite epic, even for an inexpensive stomp box like the DS1. Prince is said to have used one on Let's Go Crazy and more of his classic tracks. The widespread likes of Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, Robert Smith of The Cure, the late Glenn Fry from The Eagles, and John Frusciante from the Red Hot Chili Peppers were all known to have the DS1 on their pedal boards at some point. 
Without getting into a deep technical discussion, a distortion effect takes a regular guitar signal and pushes it past its normal maximum level. In order to go past the max, the peaks and valleys of the signal wave get clipped off. Also, there are a number of overtones that fill up and saturate the space in between the clips. Turn your volume up to 10, or 11 if yours goes to 11, and that warm, messy growling sound is what you'll get. A distortion pedal achieves this effect without blowing your speakers. It's often one of the first effect pedals a young guitar player buys. I'm no exception. I bought mine around the turn of the century for 40 bucks. Downright affordable then. As soon as I got home to my guitar, I was able to recreate that metaphoric ignition from quiet to loud. Eventually, Nirvana led me to the source of this quiet, loud dynamic, the Pixies. Cobain himself once said, Smells Like Teen Spirit was a Pixies ripoff. Although the guitarists in that band, Black Francis and Joey Santiago, aren't specifically known to be DS1 users, they're credited with pioneering this dynamic in a rock music context. For the record, Black Francis used a Klon Centaur pedal for his distortion. Without their influence, the importance of the effect pedal today may not be the same and you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You can purchase a t-shirt or an art print featuring the Boss DS1 distortion pedal at effectpedalproject.com. So you can hear for yourself, I put together a Spotify playlist of songs that have a DS1 in them, at least to the best of my current knowledge. You can also find the playlist in the show notes for this episode at the Effect Pedal Project website. Effect Pedal is a Meteorite production, hosted and produced by me, Wright Sinieris. If you like what you heard here, subscribe to the podcast and consider getting the Effect Pedal email newsletter in your inbox. Effect Pedal is on social media too, at Effect Pedal. You can find links to all of that at effectpedalproject.com. The music is Lucky Day by The Meritocracy. Special thanks to Alice Sinieris and Tony Whalen. Thank you for listening to Effect Pedal. What's your effect? Tune in next week to Effect Pedal when you'll hear me say, wait, so this was a guitar making these sounds?